0: TV podcast, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we try and go behind the thoughts that animate the actions of those who create the art. And uh, today, someone uh, who's, uh, uh, who's put the courage of conviction uh, into words, quite literally, uh, because um, uh, he's written about issues uh, uh, that have... Well, uh, generated controversy, but um, uh, but were important. Those issues uh, that are important to talk about are sometimes uncomfortable ifu- issues. And uh, discomfort is something that uh, that's, uh, that, that Hansda is quite used to. Uh, Mr. Hansda Sabed Shekhar, ladies and gentlemen, with a wonderful, wonderful mask. <laughs> <laughs> What's you. the story behind the mask, uh, Hansda? I'll
1: just open this one. Yes, please. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Sarthak. This mask is actually a chow dance mask. Right. So based on the... Uh, characters from the Chhau mm-hmm. This is a man mask. You can see the mustache here. Yes. And I purchased this mask from a place called uh, Biponi. Uh, that is this organization in Jamshedpur mm-hmm. known as uh, Kalamandir. Right. It also runs a film society called Celluloid Chapter. Mm-hmm. I'm a member of that film society and mm-hmm. used to go to watch films there. They used to organize the Jamshedpur Film Festival till some years ago. I'm not sure how it is now. Right. And uh, I have this friend. Ruby Hamram, a very good friend, Mm -hmm. Uh, she is an author, Mm -hmm. publisher, archivist and uh, she's gone to London now Mm -hmm. and uh, she asked me if I could get her a gift and I I was like uh, what gift and she told me that I've seen these chow dance masks Ah. so could you please get those for me because (laughs) she was in Calcutta and I was in Jamshedpur so I was not very much eager to purchase this mask (laughs) but because it was for a friend And uh, because it was from an organization that I know, so I went there and I got those masks for her. And uh, I love these masks, so I got one for myself as well. Excellent, excellent. And I'm using it here.
0: Absolutely. And uh, stories, stories are are what have fascinated you and uh, stories, uh, in particular stories that uh, affect lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, When did this fascination start?
1: Um... Long ago, I believe I am an only child, mm-hmm. and um, I used to like I used to have imaginary friends when I was a child. So the stories came from there, from when I was like seven or eight years old. Right. And uh, when I entered my teens, I started writing, um, and that is how it all began. Like when I was like, uh, yeah. From my childhood itself, yes.
0: And language is also very important because mm. uh, you primarily write in English. But yeah. you've also, uh, uh, you know, uh, given a lot of, uh, you've, you've actually put in a lot of effort into Santhali translations as well. Yes. Because Santhali, the, the, the tribal Adivasi uh, Santhali language mm-hmm. is, is is beautiful in itself. And it's got stories to tell as well mm. about issues, especially mm-hmm. about issues that affect uh, uh, affect daily lives and mm. and of ...of the Adivasis in particular. Uh, was there a particular instance that led you to do that? I uh,
1: did not have... Um, uh, there was not any particular instance. Santhali is my mother tongue. And uh, there are some works in Santhali ...which I read and I found them to be good. And uh, I believe that... Uh, ...they needed to be read by a wider audience. So I translated those. The first Santhali translation which I did was... Uh, uh, Mr. Shibu uh sort of uh, a historical account mm-hmm. of a social event which happened in the Santhal Pargana area some way back, maybe 50s or 60s, right? And um, mm, I thought that it was it was an effective work. So sure. that is the first. Uh, work I translated.
0: The other thing that's fascinated me about Mm. uh, your work uh, and I've sort of sampled both your original Mm. writing and the translated work Mm. is, uh, is the fact that, uh, you know, uh, translations are difficult because you're actually trying to speak in someone else's voice. Yeah. You have also developed a very strong voice of your own. Mm. is there sometimes, for lack of a better way of uh, explaining, seepage of one into the other at some point of time? Uh, is that a difficult line to maintain or is it that that line is purely imaginary?
1: Um, uh, I'll start with the translation part first. Yes, translation is difficult because it, uh, because often it is uh, like uh, there's a Santhali poem I was translating. Uh, the poet is uh, Chinmay Hansa Marandi. And uh, she wrote this poem about... Uh, uh, kids dying of Japanese encephalitis in her village in Odisha. And that poem was uh, sort of written like uh, in the voice of a child, like how would a child uh, see and uh, describe those events, those deaths. Uh, death is a very huge thing and to see it through the eyes of a child. So that was uh, one thing which appealed to me about uh, 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 sorry uh, Chinmay's poem. and. Uh, Mm, the original poem was written in like uh, rhyming rhyming lines yeah. and this rhyming line uh, uh, this Sweet. rhyming line and uh, that childlike uh, you know curiosity about right. the deaths and the disease that i couldn't find in my translation so in that way translation is difficult i'm trying to translate a hindi story right now i've also translated from hindi and bengali okay. into english and i'm trying to translate a hindi story now and uh, it uh, it has a lot of words which i need to look up on the internet like what does this word mean so in that way translation is difficult because you often do not uh, get that original flavor but i try to you know bring it as close to it as possible Sure. And the uh, Sarthak will come to my voice part. Yeah. My voice is like, uh, I think I'm very chatty, gossipy kind of a person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that sometimes flows into my translation works also. Like uh, the original author, they may not be chatty and gossipy. <laughs> <laughs> their work may not be chatty and gossipy, but when I uh, read their works, and then I find that there is uh, humor in it. So I you know, I just get carried away. Like right. if there is a beautiful work which you're reading in a different language, it tries to, um, and because it's written words, so it tries to create pictures in your mind. In my mind, written work always creates pictures. Like I was there with uh, Meena Kandasami yesterday right. and we were discussing Tamil songs. There is this very beautiful Tamil song I like, Unna Kulnaan by Bombay jayashree mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, it is from a film starring Jyotika. Okay. And uh, she was explained. <laughs> I told, her I love this song, and she told me, do you know what it means? And she started translating it. There, we uh, played that song on YouTube. Okay. She played one line, paused it, and she <laughs> told me that this means this. This means this, and I was like, and um, <clears throat> and I was going like. Lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was actually, because I don't understand Tamil, sure. but Meena was explaining those things to me yeah. and I was imagining those lines playing in my mind, like what must be happening, what must yeah. be happening. Pujo. Pujo. Okay, so this is what written work does to me, it mm. creates images in my mind Pujo. and when I find that those images are really very beautiful or, uh, you know, very effective, not just beautiful, it sure. can be sad as well, but powerful, effective. So then I get carried away and then I just go with my own flow. And then after having finished translating that, but I realize that, no, this is not what the author might have yeah, meant. Yeah. And so then I go correcting uh, it.
0: Stories, uh, of course, are based on ideas. Hansa. Mm-hmm. And uh, ideas in, uh, in in these times are becoming uh, more or less tools to serve certain narratives that are being built no? mm-hmm. and uh, 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 does, that, does that ever hamper the way that you write or the topics that you choose to write
1: on? It does. It does. Um, till Adivas Will Not Dance happened in uh, 2015 or rather the controversy around Adivas Will Not Dance happened in 2017. Uh, I was just, you know, like, um, I was just trying to speak what was in my mind. But uh, after that, yes, it does. It does. Yeah. And nowadays I'm like uh, weighing
0: yeah, I was about to ask yes. that uh, you know before writing, do you second guess how it will be received? Mm-hmm. Is there a uh, is there a uh, a double checking of ideas? Yes,
1: cetera? yes, it does now. Do you nowadays, call it fear as well? Uh, hesitation. Yes, not exactly fear because mm-hmm. uh, because 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 that there's no point in being uh, uh, afraid. Sure. But yes, uh, hesitation. Yes, and hesitation can be for a number of things and sure. not just fear. Sure. Hesitation can be also. Uh, because of uh, you know not uh, using the right words, not using the right sentences, sentences which uh, which might be you know grammatically right, right, spelling mistakes and all, even that would cause your hesitation. So what I do nowadays is after having written uh, work, I send it to some of my friends who I trust. I tell them I'm I, I have done this story, I've done this essay, and this is for this and this is for this. I give them a background and then I tell them you read this piece of mine and then you tell me honestly what you think about it. So, yeah, that's thinking, what I, I think it's, <laughs> uh, you know, I've been asking this
0: consistently to authors mm-hmm. uh, that today information and knowledge, the mm-hmm. line between them is getting increasingly blurred because there's just so much passive information out there that so much the yeah. effort of, hmm. uh, to me, knowledge is an active pursuit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You get information that is passive yes. and you work actively towards converting it into knowledge, but more and more information is being passed off his hmm, knowledge. Hmm, hmm. Do you think uh, do you more think and a,
1: more unfiltered information? Yes. yes. yes.
0: Huh. Do you think that is uh, uh, that is detrimental to the creation of, of art in any sense?
1: Um, uh, there can be a nice story about uh, what you call it uh, unfiltered information mm-hmm. about. Um, so I wouldn't say detrimental because art, it's all about being inspired, all about creating. So if unfiltered information in some way uh, tries to give birth to to a very powerful essay or a powerful story, it isn't detrimental. But yes, uh, when you look at the entire society or the effect that this unfiltered information has on all of us, then it's detrimental.
0: But do you think second guessing, as you said, that hmm. now you're uh, obliged to sort of send it to hmm. other people hmm. to read, etc, etc. Hmm. Uh, uh, do you, Would you call that shrinking of the creative space?
1: I wouldn't call it shrinking of the creative space. I'll just call it being practical. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just call it being practical because my friends, they do not just tell me what they think about the contents of the work. They also uh, sort of uh, critique that work in... Uh, uh, you know, in a constructive manner, and they tell me this sentence is not right, or maybe you should have explained this thing or more. You are um, uh, giving a lot of explanation towards the end of this work, right. uh, while you should have uh, provided all this information in the beginning of the work itself so that people might understand what you're talking about. So I get all these inputs, and yeah, it is a practical thing to do, not <laughs> shrinking. things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. Yeah. I, I, and I think that, that's sort of a Natural progression to the next question I was Mm -hmm. about to ask, which is that: uh, what's the practical advice that you'd like to give to people who are writing right now and trying to find their own voice because you seem to have found it Mm -hmm. in in a sense. Wait, wait,
1: wait. I really haven't found my own voice. I'm just experimenting with voices.
0: Uh, Okay, sure. (laughs) So uh, what would your uh, advice be to people who are on that same journey as
1: yours? Uh, To anyone who is writing, to uh, to anyone who is creating um, art, creating literature, I will tell them to have patience because uh, you cannot gain, you know, a story or an essay or a song in just one go. You have to keep on uh, uh, creating several drafts, three, four drafts, maybe four, five drafts. And then uh, when that work is ready to go out into the world, when it is actually complete, uh, you uh, you will understand, uh, you will know it automatically that yes, now it looks Perfect, not exactly perfect, near perfect. Now it, I can show it to others. Now, uh, if um, I send it out to others, uh, less people will hate it. <laughs> so, And this also happens with me. Like I'm not satisfied with just one or two drafts. I just keep on writing, writing, writing. So, sure, yeah. that's
0: important. Patience. And if yeah. you have the patience to listen to this, there's a <laughs> lot that you can take away from this conversation. And
1: uh, Sarthak, there's one more thing I want to add to yes, this. Yes, uh, at this point, I have written, uh, how many? Six books already. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I send a pitch to anyone, uh, once my uh, once I've written something and I send a pitch, I can be sure that yes, I will receive a positive, uh, what you call it, reply from that particular editor or that particular person to who I have uh, sent this proposal that yes, you may send your work to me and I will read it and see how it is. This is not possible for people who are, you know, just writing for ju- sure. just starting out. So that is a privilege, which I have. And I acknowledge this. And uh, uh, because of this, I, you know, try to remind myself that uh, I'm still not better. I will be better if I, you know, keep on trying, keep on creating new drafts, keep on creating new versions. So it is sure. this that you you cannot be happy at once all of a sudden you have to you know keep on repeating the procedure and uh, you know keep on working on it in sure. new ways and have patience that's that's all yeah i can say words of yeah. wisdom
0: you got yeah. that you write that down and if you want to write things down that's how you do it hansdav samveen shekhar thank you very much for your thank thanks. you sir uh, if you enjoyed that do let us know subscribe comment. You know what to do. Uh, Follow us on social media. Of course, that's important. Teamwork Arts podcast is is what you're listening to. And remember to think a little about what you've heard because uh, that's a good activity to start with. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much for uh, for listening to the Teamwork Arts podcast. Uh, What's going to happen next? Well, for that, you just have to follow us on social media, won't you? Thank you for listening. This is the Teamwork Arts podcast.